Welcome to the Focus on Customer Service podcast, presented by Social Media Today, where we talk to brands you know and love who are laser-focused on using social media to deliver amazing customer experiences. And now, here are your co-hosts, Dan Gingas and Dan Moriarty. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to the Focus on Customer Service podcast. This is episode number 37, and this is Dan Gingas joining you tonight. Unfortunately, my colleague and partner in crime, Dan Moriarty, can't be with us this time, but that's okay. We will go on without him, and uh, we'd like to welcome to the show Rochelle Carroll, who is the Director of Social Servicing for USAA. How are you, Rochelle? I'm doing very well. Thank you, Dan. Thank you for having me. Hopefully you're doing well as well. (laughs) I am, and we're very, very excited to have you on the podcast. When you think about customer service, USAA is one of those companies that just always comes to mind at the top of the list. So we'll get to that in a second. But first, if you could tell me a little bit about yourself and how you ended up at USAA, and then we'll get into your organization. Thank you for asking, Dan. I'll try to keep the story brief, but a great story. Uh, First of all, I am former enlisted, uh, United States Air Force. That's actually how I first learned about USA from my commanding officer. And so the rest is history. Once I separated from the military, I did join USAA as a member service representative. I've been with USAA for 23 years now. And uh, during that time, most of my background has been in the customer service arena, as well as helping to deepen and build those relationships. So I take it very personal with my background and my family background being from the military background. So uh, very proud to be part of the USA family all these years. And I assume that your background helps you relate better with customers because they're all military or military related as well. Yes, as a matter of fact, um, USA takes a lot of pride in hiring former military um, members, veterans, and their spouses. Uh, so we do extend that to spouses as well. We really want um, our employees here to to really have a, a better understanding of what our membership go through day in and day out, some of the challenges they experience so we can provide and relate and provide a better member experience. So I'm sure that most of our listeners have heard of USAA and know that you're in the financial services industry, but can you talk a little bit about the various products and services that you guys offer? Yes, thank you for asking. We are a full financial service institution. So we do banking products. We have investment products. We have property and casualty, which is how we were founded. And that, for those that may not be as familiar, that's auto, homeowners insurance. We were founded by military officers who insured each other because they were unable to get insurance elsewhere based on them being in the military for example. So uh, they insured each other and by word of mouth, the company has grown throughout the years. So as I pointed out earlier, USA has really become synonymous with customer service. So let's start with kind of what the philosophy is at your company in terms of serving customers. Thank you for asking. Um, we have a very deep-seated culture. I know we've been talking about the military, but you know our mission is all about um, providing financial futures to our members and making sure that we're protecting them so, and their families so that their futures are protected. I like to say that we all here at USA live, eat, and breathe and sleep, um, not only the mission, but the culture, which is very similar to the military. We take a lot of pride in things like honesty, loyalty, integrity, service, and And because many of our employees have military background, it's entrenched in our daily lives. 
not just internally, but externally. So you'll find that we're very involved in the community. We do a lot of things with the military internally and externally. So it's just part of our daily culture. So we live it each and every day. And, and um, I was going to say, in addition to that, you know, USA takes a lot of pride in, in being one of those leaders in the industry for customer service. So delivering an exceptional and personalized member experience is key to that, to being successful. So, Rochelle, let's talk more about that. I would assume that because your company caters to a specific subsegment of the population, that they're sort of predisposed to liking you, right? Because it, because especially given that you guys hire veterans, you're talking to your people, right? And so an outside company might say, well, hey, that's not fair. I got to cater to the whole world. And having worked at an outside financial services company, I know that that was a, a thought every once in a while. On the flip side, I think it's brilliant that you focus on this particular area because it gives you that leg up on what is a fairly large population. But can you talk about the connection that you guys have with your customers that really is not always possible with other companies? Well, what I'd say that we do differently and what makes us very unique is what we were kind of starting to talk about just previously is USA takes a lot of pride. Our, Our members have sacrificed a lot for our country and that's deep seated. So having the ability to empathize with them, making sure that we meet them where they're at was one of the key components of entering into social the way that we did because they're traveling all around the world. They're very transient. Um, Their spouses are going through life events. They're going through life events. So I think what's unique about USAA is we take a lot of pride in making sure that we're meeting the members wherever they are at in the world, whatever life event they're, they're experiencing, whether it be a deployment or a new baby or a financial concern. And our goal is to provide not only exceptional service, but making it simple and also making sure that our members can reach us no matter where they're at. And that's really what brings us to where we're at today with the social media space, because we been, we haven't been a brick and mortar company for the most part, but we have had the ability to reach us for all these years by phone. But nowadays our members are responding to us obviously through word of mouth, through the social media space. But it's not just as simple as being a a stateside company where you can operate 7 a.m. to 6 p.m., right? We really had to make sure that when we got into this space for servicing, that we were available for our members no matter where they were at in the world. And with our backgrounds, I think that's what makes us unique and our mission to serve our military members because they've served us and gone beyond. We want to go beyond for them, too. I think that's great. That's awesome. That's a really good answer. So let's talk about how you're set up for social care. So you said that you've been at USAA for more than 20 years and that you've been in the customer service area, I think, for most or all of that time. So tell me if you can kind of rewind back a couple of years. Tell me about sort of realizing that this was a channel that you guys had to be in and figuring out how to extend what you were already doing really well in other channels uh, into this brand new channel. 
Yeah. You know, as we are known for our customer service, you know, we wanted to make sure that our members got to engage with us in the channel of choice. So channel of choice, you know, we've been in the phone space and the email space for many years, graduated into the chat space a little bit. But, you know, the the generations now, even uh, not just millennials, but we have our long term members that are operating in the social media space. It's the quickest way to engage. And we're finding, you know, those are also the most real time experiences. And going back to what I was saying before, our members many times have very limited time. They might find out that they were deployed and need to take care of multiple items immediately. And one of the quickest ways to do that many times is through social media. So, you know, as our members engage with us more to us, it's really, it's really a no brainer that it's the member, it's member driven and our members are in Facebook and Twitter trying to respond with us. So we have an obligation to them to be in Facebook and Twitter and 24 seven. So then once you realize that, okay, we have an obligation to be in these channels, but all of your agents are trained on the telephone and chat. So what happens next and how do you get set up in social media? Well, we started out, believe it or not, with just a few, a handful of, of community managers. And those community managers were handling all of the volume coming in on our platforms and responding to any reactive, with any reactive posts, also doing proactive posting, as well as marketing components. But as our, our membership required more servicing components, so as you understand your volumes and what's coming in and what our members are desiring, you know, we're finding that they have these needs to be serviced and serviced in an expedient manner. So that's when we decided that there had to be a focus on servicing alone to make sure that those members received that that exceptional experience that we're known for. And that's when we decided, which was early last year, that we had to go into this space and have a dedicated social servicing team. Okay, so tell me a little bit about that team. How big is it? And you guys are obviously, you're 24-7, as you mentioned. So are you spread around the world? Are you in one office? How is it all set up? Well, because of the uniqueness of our organization and that we are a full financial service institution, we we have decided at this point to keep it in-house. So all of our agents are highly skilled individuals that have had a a long-term culture with USAA, very extensive product knowledge, and they are doing everything from acknowledging the post to resolution. Uh, Because our goal is to get the member that first contact resolution as much as possible. And then we do partner with other um, areas of the organization. So we're not siloed. And I think that's key to our success. So for example, I I partner with Michael Robert and our corporate communications team. When there's something that's sensitive, um, he helps us formulate responses and make sure that we're protecting our brand and reputation and that we're providing the members the right answer, not just an answer. In addition to that, you know, we have our social business team that heads our governance and our strategy that we work with. Um, We have our marketing partners and we have our line of business uh, specialists. So we also have some specialists that we work with in our property casualty division, for example, our financial advice center, um, as well as our bank in order for us to provide the most valuable advice to our members and our responses. The team that we have to answer the second part of your question is 22 We have 22 uh, member service representatives that handle the 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And I have two managers that lead that team. That's cool. I think the integration with the rest of the organization is indeed key. And we're seeing 
more and more companies figure out that it's necessary, but it sounds like you guys are pretty advanced there uh, because it does take a while, you know, to, to establish that feedback loop. Presumably you also, you know, not only do you hear about complaints early in social media, but oftentimes it's a great source for ideas for new products or, uh, or additions to current products. Yes. Absolutely. In fact, that's one of the things I think is one of the secret benefits of operating the social media space is it really provides us the opportunity to really bubble up those things that our members are really talking about or concerned about and provide better experiences, more enhanced experiences, or even products and solutions. So we've had some lessons learned over over these last couple of years on maybe we should be doing some things differently. And we have a unique opportunity to share that because usually when it gets to the social media space, the members are, you know, let's just face it, maybe not as happy as we'd like them to be, but that gives us the opportunity to make them whole again and and really build back that trust with USAA. So we often talk about this on this podcast about how there is a transition that may be, uh, there may be a generation gap here, but there's a transition from social media being a channel of last resort you know, i.e. I tried on the phone, I didn't like the answer, or I was on hold too long, to a channel of first resort, principally because, as you said earlier, people realize that this is a really easy channel to do business with, with a company, it's fast, I don't have to sit on hold, etc. So where are you seeing your customer base, and, and does it differ by age in that sense? You know, that... Um, the irony with that is, is our membership, to your point earlier, is very loyal to us. I don't see a difference in the age group as far as how they're engaging with us and, and what they're sharing with us in the social media space. What I do see is our future is we do want our social media space to be another servicing channel just like the phone, just like uh, chat or just like email, we really want an experience that is at parity no matter what channel you decide to engage in. And we definitely do not want it to see be a channel of last resort. That is traditional in the social media space. But I believe USA is quickly changing that perception. We've received a lot of great feedback from our members saying how appreciative they were for how quickly we responded and that we were able to provide not just a will help you, but here's how we can help you and here's what you can do. And then it benefits our membership as a whole um, if we can provide it in the space. So let's talk a little bit about the fact that you're in a regulated industry so there are rules around that and and i'm assuming uh, again having worked in a couple of them now that you get questions that you can't answer in public so tell us tell me about how you address that and how do you draw the line yeah so yes there there are opportunities for us to take the member off channel when we're trying to protect their privacy anything that's private and confidential we do not operate in that space so we offer the member the opportunity to chat with us um, so we provide a link actually in channel and it's a unique link just to that member that does time out so it gives us opportunity just to chat with that very specific member and take them off channel and really we've got preferencing opportunities here too so if our member prefers to talk to us by phone, we provide that solution and we will actually, that same MSR that is corresponding with them in either Facebook or Twitter will follow the right process to protect their confidentiality and engage with them in the channel that they, they choose. But chat, to be able to initiate a chat with the members has been invaluable in this space. 
So are you guys jumping into Facebook Messenger as they continue to enhance that product and make it easier to have this real-time chat? I will tell you we're reviewing all the new opportunities that are out there. I'm not prepared to say that we're actually going to go into any of those arenas that are external at this point. But what I will tell you is the the initiated chat that we utilize right now is through USAA specific. Um, so we bring them behind our firewall through full entire through, through full authentication in order to protect their privacy. Okay, so you're launching a chat, you're basically your own chat within the uh, social platform. Yes, and we're engaging with them through DM, like for a direct message, for example, through Twitter, and then they would respond to that saying that they're willing to chat with us, and then we that's when we provide the link that brings them in to engage with us. Yeah, that's a really good experience. I've, I've definitely seen some companies doing that, and it, um, I think that's what Messenger is trying to replicate. But of course, the, the issue is that, you know, companies have to believe that Facebook security is as good as theirs. And certainly financial right. services companies all believe that their security is the best. Uh, and I think that's going to be an interesting challenge as, as Messenger continues to evolve and, uh, and tries to replicate this idea of real-time chat. Because I, at least I have seen, and, and we talked about in our last episode, that you know a lot of companies are moving there and they like it because it helps to take some of the tougher conversations offline, which is good. But it also can lead to faster resolution because oftentimes, with, especially with complex complaints, you, you need a couple back and forths just to establish the facts. Yes. And, uh, and a real-time chat can help with that. You got it. So what have you seen that has changed over the last year or so that you've been doing this? And then if you can sort of, let's parlay that into, you know, what are you excited about for the future? Well, I can tell you what's changed. So I'll make this a little personal. What's changed is I think USAA has made great strides in our responses to our members. Like I said, we moved from just acknowledgement phase to where we're just trying to get in there and let them know that we heard them to I want to resolve your issue in channel. That's number one. And number two, we we moved from a multiple hour response down to our responses being in 30 minutes or less the majority of the time. And actually close to half the time, they're under 15 minutes. So I'm really proud of that accomplishment. And I think on the flip side, what I, I think that does is really provide the opportunity for our members to see what we're capable of of as an organization and how we can engage. And I think that's going to help us move from what you said, that this isn't the channel of last resort anymore. If I want to engage with you in Facebook or Twitter or whatever platform that we bring on board, I have the opportunity to do that. And I know I'm going to get the same exceptional service and world-class service that USAA delivers in other channels. So I'm really proud of that. That's great that you brought up response time, uh, and those are really good response times, and and you and you should be proud of it because I, I think many companies are still back where you where you came from in the north of an hour. Or so I think that's awesome. What other metrics do you guys look at in terms of measuring success? And because you spent so much time in customer service pre social media, are they the same metrics as the call center, or are they tailored metrics to social media? 
<laughs> it's a combination of both. We do want to make sure, like I said, that like our customer satisfaction, for example, is key. We're working through that component right now to make sure that we're evaluating our customer satisfaction the same as we would in either the phone or another channel. But uh, some of the things that we're measuring right now is really is at, what is our average handle time? Are is that correct? Uh, we don't want to sacrifice quality. That's key here at USA. The experience quality is key here and providing the right responses. So if it means that we slow down a little bit, we may need to do that. But right now we're looking at things like average handle time, how much volumes are coming in, you know, how much volume can each MSR handle? And we're, but our main focus right now is on, are we meeting our service level objective? And how often are we doing that? So those are the two main objectives that we have right now. But I'll tell you, we've got a lot of metrics in the works to really better understand how we're developing and if we're operating in the most efficient manner going forward for our members. But uh, so like I said, that's why we're looking at average handle time, average speed of answer, those sorts of things. And do you see a time where you would be proactively promoting social media as a customer service channel in particular, because if you're like most companies, you've probably figured out it's it, it can be cheaper than the phone. It's also, as you mentioned, it, it can and, and with you guys is a great experience. But one of the things that I've seen, it, I haven't seen a lot of companies yet that have sort of boldly gone out and said, come on, bring it on on Twitter. We're ready for you. Have you guys talked about that? Actually, yes. We talk about it quite often. We're already doing some planning and forecasting and looking at our major life events. Um, I mentioned earlier, a lot of our members deploy. Obviously, they're having babies. They're getting married. And so we take a lot of pride in making sure that those big life events are addressed. And we do address those in the other channels. So we actually are looking at that very closely on how do we proactively start having those conversations in social media and what do those look like? What kind of volumes? Um, and so I believe that USAA actually will be starting to deepen with our members very soon. And the way I look at that, though, is a little bit differently is we owe them that because if if they're moving and I don't address some of the pitfalls of moving, like, for example, if you have a job change, you know, you might have to change your benefits. Those are things that you need to think about. And we have all of those services here at USAA to help our members. And if I just, if I'm using my channel as, as a handicap, not to provide the right advice, I see that as something that we can fix very easily. And so absolutely that is on our radar and it's definitely in our next steps very soon. That's super cool. Great way of thinking about it. So I'm going to finish off with the two questions that we ask everybody. Um, and the first <laughs> is if you could recount a particular member interaction that you had on social media that just sticks out in your mind we've all sort of had them either you know funny ones or sad ones or just particularly memorable that you know maybe when a new employee starts you tell them this story to kind of give them a sense for what usa is like in social media I have two. One has nothing to do with social, but it had to do with the member experience, which drives home why we do what we do. One of our members was chatting with us, um, and during that experience, they were being fired upon, and 
they kept talking to us. This is their daily life. And I'll try not to tear up for that one, but just to listen to that experience and to understand what our members are going through. And it's, that's their daily lives and they treat it like it's us going to get Starbucks, but it's not, or just going to get a coffee, you know, and they're have ammunition. (laughs) They're being fired upon and they're trying to transact business with us. And to me, that's why it's so important to be in this space because they might have those five minutes of opportunity before they have to, you know, go out and, and, and protect our freedoms and protect our countries and, and other countries. And to me, there's no more noble mission than that. And and that was an experience that really touched me in the social media space. I will tell you, it's really the reaction from our members that are saying, Hey, USAA, I can tell I'm talking to a person. I can tell that, that this isn't a robot. I can tell that you're really hearing me that I'm talking to USA that I, the USA that I know and love. I mean, there's a person on the other end. And to me, that was really important because of what we do and and who we serve that they knew that they were getting the same experience that they would on a phone because we wouldn't provide them a templated response or a, you know, a voice automated response on the phone. So we shouldn't be doing that in the social media space either. That's an amazing story. We are talking with Rochelle Carroll, who is the Director of Social Servicing for USAA. You can find her on Twitter at R-I-C-H-I-R-A-E, and you can find USAA. The company's at at USAA, and the help handle is at USAA underscore help. Rochelle, we're going to finish off with our second question that we ask everybody, which is if you could go back and kind of know something at the beginning that you that you know now what is it that you wish that you knew and or if you were talking to somebody who said hey Rochelle we're about to start out on this journey of social customer service what's the one piece of advice you would give them the one piece of advice I would give them is really know and listen to your customer base, or in our case, our members, and focus on that and do what's right. And social media, I think, and in any other space, quite frankly, I think people have a fear of going out and in there perfectly. And, you know, this is such a new and an agile environment. Things are forever changing and you've got to take purposeful risks, but at the same time, you can't have fear of mistake and you can't have fear of, of wanting to be perfect because if you don't, you're not going to meet your customers where they're at and you're no longer going to be relevant and they're going to go elsewhere. And, and as far as I'm concerned, once again, I'll use this word again, we have an obligation to meet them where they're at and we're not going to know all the answers and that's okay. So I would tell any company, be purposeful in your decisions, but don't be afraid to make mistakes and don't think that you're going to know all the answers out of the gate. Just know that you're doing what's right for your customer base or in our case, our membership, and you're not going to go wrong. Awesome advice uh, from Rochelle Carroll of USAA. Rochelle, thank you so much for being on the podcast. We really appreciate it. Also, thank you for your service to our country and thanks for everything that you do for your members at USAA. Thank you so much. And it was an honor. Thank you for allowing me to speak with you today. All right. Well, if you, our listeners, have other brands that you'd like to see on the podcast, please tweet at us using hashtag FOCS. It stands for Focus on Customer Service. 
And with that, this is Dan Gingas signing off, and we'll see you next time on the Focus on Customer Service podcast. Thanks for listening to the Focus on Customer Service podcast presented by Social Media Today. Be sure to tweet your thoughts and nominations for other brands to be featured using hashtag FOCS and follow Dan and Dan on Twitter at DGingas and at I am Dan Moriarty. See you next time.